Hi everyone, welcome back to Salt and Burn This. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. And this is our Supernatural Rewatch podcast. Thanks for joining us. Oh. I feel like it's been forever. It it's because it has been forever. I feel like it's- that that um Titanic meme of Rose, old Rose <laughs> saying, It's been eighty-four years. <laughs> It kind of has. Yeah. It it, it, it kind of has. It's definitely, I'm like, oh my God, Sammy, look, your hair's even longer. <laughs> it's been that long. Because not only have we not like checked into podcast, uh-huh. been able to podcast, I actually haven't talked to you. Yeah, you know? that's true. Because we, we normally talk, you know, we're not just podcast buddies. We yeah. actually do talk, but uh-huh. we've both been just so insane mm-hmm. that we haven't actually talked either. So it's good to see ya. you too. I'm, I'm glad your show went on. I'm glad my show went on. Oh my god! Despite all of the trials and tribulations of opera in the time of COVID, <laughs> my you know take even take the COVID out of yeah. of the the equation. Uh-huh. My show was the show from hell. No, wait, no, to take it back, it was a cursed production oh because okay. <laughs> we, we we did the show in two different locations we did it once in michigan once in north carolina yeah and in both locations it was cursed it was absolutely <laughs> cursed in fact i think it was more cursed in north carolina i'll just oh, no. real quick i'll just run down the, yeah, the yeah, issues do it. Mm-hmm. okay um one of our leads uh decided to take a city scooter into work fell off the scooter and broke his arm mm-hmm. uh so we had to replace him and it took uh, two days to find the replacement and a day to fly the replacement in from Egypt. Egypt. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Egypt. That's where we flew somebody in from. He came in, which was great. Learned the day, learned the mm-hmm. entire show in three hours. Boom. Mm-hmm. He learned it. He was great. Next day mm-hmm. he got sick. So he was out for two days. Um, and then, okay. So that aside, <laughs> then um, our props master caught, got sick, caught COVID. So he was out. Okay, so I'm sorry. I know I said I'd take COVID out of the equation, but COVID was our props master caught yeah. COVID, so he was out. Uh-huh. Um, our wardrobe lady, our wardrobe supervisor, was attacked and bitten by her neighbor's dog, so she was out. Betsy? Uh, 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 Betsy was out for other reasons. We had a oh. replacement Betsy. and But yeah, so our replacement Betsy is the one who got attacked, and then Betsy had to come in <sighs> to cover for her. Oh, my gosh. Oh my god! It, and it was just like one thing after one thing after another. It was oh, it was insanity. God. So cursed production went off beautifully, went off beautifully. Well, but getting good. there, if you were to like chronicle, yeah, <laughs> what yeah. happened on that show? You'd be like, how did you even get a show done? Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a little bit like ours, except COVID was very much a part of the equation um, mm. because they're very strict about it, and uh, thankfully no one got horribly sick because everyone is like fully you know vaxxed to the mask vaccinated yeah um but our lead like one of our tenors caught it and then one of the young kids got it who's supposed to play the young version of the lead um Mm -hmm. he caught it um who else caught it this one guy who played like his father caught it but he was like a jerk about it. He just like kept coming in. He's like, I just want to watch rehearsal. And they're like, no. No. That's... You breathing. Yes. Oh, my God. He's just like, but I'm oh like, I'm vaccinated. Blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, doesn't matter. And then 
the AD got COVID, who wow. was the previous oh yeah and before all of this our director had to bow out for personal reasons right um, i know which was devastatingly sad because <laughs> he's an amazing yeah, yeah he's I an amazing know. director and he's an a amazing person. person yeah but anyway his the ad was kind of supposed to be his like right hand man and kind of be uh be him on the ground while the fill-in director you know did the best he could but you know, there's only so much, you know, that one person can do. So then when he caught it, it was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. what next? You get, every yeah. time somebody says what next, you're like, please stop saying what yeah, next. Yeah, because exactly. there is a what next. Uh-huh. There is a what next. Oh, I yeah. forgot to tell you. Your building's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, know that during one of the performances, one of our cast members, like Wiley Coyote off, off the side of the stage and like luckily she only like Again? rolled her oh. ankle. A, a, a different you told girl me that oh same character time? St- same character different performer did the exact same thing <laughs> yep just and i and um, the only way i can describe it is wily coyote off the edge of the stage just like oh i'm like did you not know the stage ended like it, your body kept going and yeah. you didn't yep so same character different performer same exact issue she Uh, she ended up only rolling her ankle and needing ice backstage but (laughs) so yes i was like again what next stop asking what next yeah season two episode 20 what is and what should never be a devoted girlfriend a regular job, and a loving mother in a house that didn't burn down. A run-in with a gin gives Dean the life he would have had. Written by Rael Tucker and directed by Eric Kripke. Uh, this... And the commentary, yeah, this, by the way, this oh. had a commentary, and it was just by Eric Kripke. He was the Oh, wow. Just him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. This was an incredibly beautiful episode. Mm-hmm incredibly beautiful um not only uh story wise but emotional arc wise cinematography wise Mm -hmm. everything about it to me was just very i mean beautiful yeah even the cold parts of it even the cold stark hard reality uh scenes and issues Mm -hmm. still beautiful yeah so it was it was such a well done episode for like a monster of the week tv show yeah yeah. yeah, so I I loved it. I loved every nuance of this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, it was quite good. Quite good. But on the commentary, Eric mentioned something that I didn't know. Um, the directors are, like, really, like, slated well beforehand. So, mm-hmm. like, this is episode 20, but he had known he was going to ep- direct episode 20, like, probably at the beginning of the season. Like, they kind of assign it, like, there. Okay. So he wasn't like the directors usually don't know what episode they are going to direct, you know, like what the subject, what the script is going to be, what the subject is going to be until like it's like close, closer to that timeline. Um, which I didn't know that. Like I thought I that didn't was, know that uh, either. I thought it was like oh, I want to direct this one or you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> like name and a hat. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. But I think what he said is since he is the head writer slash creator. Um, 
he had some strings that he could pull, you know, because he was like, no, I definitely want to do an alternate reality one. He wanted to do this episode. Yeah, he wanted an alternate reality one. So I think he kind of pushed that in there like, hey, by the way, can you make episode 20 kind of like (laughs) this? Yeah. (laughs) Uh Wow. Well, I'm so glad he did it because Mm -hmm. it was, like I said, it was a beautiful episode. It was just... Yeah, and even the parts I didn't like, I didn't like for the right reasons. Uh-huh. You don't have to like everything, but the fact that I didn't like it made me like it that much more. Does that right. make sense? Yes, it does. Totally. Okay, so in our recap, it's essentially like the pilot episode. Like it's those scenes, you know, mom on the on the ceiling on fire mm-hmm. and dad and take your brother out and yeah. um Jessica, what would I do without you? So Jess is back in. Yeah, Sam and Jess back at law school and um, family business, all of that. Yeah. So, like, we're heading, like, it's a way back machine. Way back machine. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, uh, you know, and with Dean saying, screw the job, you know, there's that that moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. From a couple episodes ago, being like, Man, let's just go to Man. Tijuana or whatever the hell they were yeah. going to go we're, to. we're tired of this. Screw the job. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that was the recap. That was the then. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the now, um, first thing we see is the Impala with new license plates. Yes. <laughs> Ta-da! Which was a huge shock. I mean, it was a shock, but it wasn't a shock because obviously when they left the previous episode, they're like, we have to go deep. You know, yes, we have to they just escaped go. prison. They just and- escaped prison and the FBI and yeah, so and I think- as uh, uh, I forgot her name already, the cute werewolf chick said, you know, you have a pretty conspicuous car <laughs> if you're staking out. You know? <laughs> right, right. Maddie, was that her name? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so it still got the Impala, but now it has um, Ohio plates instead yes. of Kansas mm-hmm. plates. And there was some speculation among the fandom about what the, the plates were. Mm-hmm. And, and I couldn't find anything. There was nothing really specific about the plates except the the running speculation is that the plates came off of one of Kripke's cars, which I don't think it did. Um, I think it's just I, Ohio and Kripke's from Ohio. Yes, so. I think that's what it is, because as far as I know, that kind of combination is not a valid a real? one. Okay. Like, you know how some states, they have like, like a certain combination of letters and numbers, like the first three are letters and then the second three are numbers or what have you i don't believe that ohio's does this where there's just like like a random letter (laughs) in the the last (laughs) four yeah so i don't think there's anything special other than the shout out to ohio Ohio, for sure yeah Yeah. i would agree with you there so dean is driving around and he's on the phone with sam sam's not in the car with him sam's Mm -hmm. back at a motel uh Mm -hmm. and researching Mm -hmm. uh currently uh what is it a gin yes and so he's looking at Korans, he's looking at history books, he's looking at other mm-hmm. mythologies, uh, researching a mm-hmm. jinn, which they spell it D-J-I-N-N, like yes. jinn. Yes. And oddly enough, in the subtitles, it's spelled wrong. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> yes, it's spelled J-I-N-N, but uh, yeah, or freaking genie. <laughs> it's just freaking genie. Um and so they're they're just you know while Dean, Dean's driving around looking for like what would where would a gin be be hold up? Mm-hmm. Sam is describing you know what he's finding about gins, which is that they're wish givers, 
Um, and and <laughs> Dean goes off on this tangent about, you know, oh, they grant wishes. And then he's like, ooh, genies. Uh, and he <laughs> goes off about, you know, bewitched. And he goes oh, off yeah. about, I dream Barbara of genie. Eden, yeah. <laughs> right, right. And he's like, much, you know, Barbara Eden hotter than the bewitched chick. I'm like, yeah, but yeah. bewitched was a witch. She's not a genie, you know, yeah. but still. <laughs> But it's just fun to see Dean go off in that direction. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and Sam but, is wanting Dean to pick him up before he goes adventuring. You know, she's like, right. no, 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 you're going to need some help. And Dean's like, nah, it's fine. I got it. Oh my God, this, I can do this. <laughs> but in, but Sam's also saying, you know, they feed off of people. People, they they hide their layers or like big ruins, not, not like caves or things like that. They're in these big you know, look for something big. And Dean's like, oh, well, I saw something like that back down the road. But you get a glimpse of the uh, the motel that Sam is in. Yeah. Um, and just in the in the first glimpse of it, you know, they always have those room dividers. There's yeah. no deer's head in this one. You know, there's no sunburst <laughs> clock in this one. Um, but there are these, the room dividers made up the of these like genie bottles, which kind of smacks you in the face. Oh. Um, I didn't catch that. Oh, <laughs> all right. So it smacked me in the face. Um, <laughs> and later on when we, uh, there's another, there's another scene in the motel room and it, it pulls back and it shows you more of the motif of mm. the motel room. And that's where you really see, you're like, Oh, genie bottles. I get it. There's, there's more of that. So. Oh, the um, but I thought it was, right. I was just thinking, it's like, when were they in the motel again? But, Oh yeah. At the, the last scene. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, so then Dean goes off into this old warehouse, which kind of looks like a journalist's office or something like that. There's a pretty sweet-looking typewriter. Oh, I love that. One of those old, old-fashioned ticky-tacky, ticky-tacky yes. typewriters with the ribbons. Uh -huh. But, like, next to the typewriter, did you notice there was, like, pipes? There was, like, pipe works. And mm -hmm. so it's like, were they in a factory, maybe? <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. It was just a weird collection of items on this desk. Um, in this factory or this warehouse, whatever it is they're in, it's like, you can hear water dripping. It's kind mm -hmm. of cold feeling, but God, I love that typewriter. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> the typewriter, typewriter is envy. super cool. Um, mm. and he's doing the Dean thing, you know, searching through with this flashlight, you see a figure like moving behind him. That same thing they did before, which is we see something, but the character doesn't. So you're like, oh, yes. it's behind you, you know, yes. type of thing. Yes. Um, but then Dean gets his little spidey sense. Spidey going, sense. <laughs> or or yes. Peter Tingle, if you will. <laughs> I, just, well, I just watched the newest Spider-Man uh, oh, is it good? Movie. It's really good, but I hadn't seen the second one. I yet. haven't even seen. I can't find it anywhere. It. For free. it I rent. I rented it on a uh, Prime. It was like three dollars oh, okay. or something like that. But um, I watched it work at work <laughs> before the movie because Broadway crew had rented out a theater to like for everyone to go see it. So I was just like, oh fuck, oh. I need to see this movie. <laughs> so okay. I watched it. At my desk. <laughs> But there's I'm like working. a little a cute a cute joke in in the the movies where it's not called this Spidey is... Sense it's Peter Tingle, but it's like <laughs> Aunt May, please stop calling it Peter Tingle. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cute. Anyway. Oh, okay. Tom Holland, love you. Oh God. Um, All right. So Dean senses something, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Um, he's got, he's got his hunter's knife with him. He's got the flashlight. The hunter's knife has obviously been dipped in something. Cause it's like dripping on the, mm-hmm. on his blade. Um, and I hate this. They did this. It's not a jump. It's not a jump scare, but they do this camera take where the, you're looking at the, the character and then they turn and look behind them. And by the time they turn back to face the camera, you think that's been enough time for something to now be in front of them. Yeah. So you're expecting, like we've been trained to expect yeah, something expect, to jump out as a, uh, huh. mm-hmm. yeah. And then they didn't do it. I'm like, Oh God, <laughs> you know, I was all primed for this jump and then there was nothing there, but in the next take, <laughs> in the next clip, there is something there. This yes. thing jumps out at, at Dean and attacks him. Mm-hmm. And it's like this guy with amazing tattoos, mm-hmm. like he's bald, but he's tattooed from his, from like his neck literally over head the to top toe. Of his head. Yeah. yeah. Face, yeah. arms, hands, Face, everything. Lips, hands. Yep. And he has the most brilliant blue eyes, mm-hmm. like electric <laughs> blue. It's like my favorite color blue eyes. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I was mesmerized. I was, I shouldn't have been, you know, <laughs> I was like, ooh. And, uh, and he actually gets the upper hand on Dean. I mean, they, they tussle for a while, um, but he does get the upper hand on Dean. Yes, and he's got, like, this blue juice. Well, blue I mean, it's electric flame. juice. Yeah, something yeah. coming out of his hand. And he does, you know, Dean tries to fight it, but he can't. And his hand yeah. lands onto Dean's face. And it's like he strokes Dean almost mm-hmm. like 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 parents, like, will stroke a baby's head just before they go to sleep. That It was mm-hmm. almost a caress. Dean's eyes roll in the back of his head. Uh-huh. Title screen. <laughs> Title screen. <laughs> A note about this guy, the actor, Mackenzie Gray. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they wanted something different. In the end, they chose, like, oh, what if he's covered in, like, a bunch of tattoos? Because they were they drew inspiration from, like, a, a uh, an image of one that had, like, henna tattoos on her back. So, like, Ooh. okay, that, but all over. Okay. However, this makeup took way too long to put on and take off, like four hours in the chair, you know, to put oh, it on. Oh, man. And then, you know, every single day, that's just a lot of time. So they asked this guy, this actor, hey, can you just put this on? Can we just put this on Sunday and then leave it on until we're done filming on Thursday? And oh then my we'll gosh. Pack, put like a chemical on you to take it off. Cause I think it was henna. It looked like henna um, yeah, it looked stuff to me. Pretty deep. Yeah. And he did. This guy was like, yeah, okay, sure. Oh my God. That's amazing. So he walked around Vancouver with his <laughs> face covered in tattoos, <laughs> just going to the market or, you know, trying to catch a cab, which he couldn't. He said, I cannot catch a cab to get for my life. Cannot oh do my it. God, I can't come into work today <laughs> because of what I look like. That's brilliant. I know. Absolutely. I I love a performer who's willing to like grasp it. You know, both uh-huh. hands jump yeah. in, elbows in. Good for him. Right, right. You know what? I would have done the same thing because I was like four hours a day doing this. No, just leave yeah, it. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm good. Yeah, exactly. God, because that's, that's and that's like coming early. That's like a 4 a.m. makeup (laughs) call. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. After the title splash, 
there's like an old monster movie like playing on TV. <laughs> from Hell It Came, by the way. Oh, I was going to say, it looked, it looked like a Creature from the Black Lagoon or something, but... Yeah, even I worse. I forgot to look it up. From, <laughs> from Hell It Came, which okay. is one of... It literally is ranked one of the worst movies ever made. From Hell It Came. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, he wakes uh, up. Dean wakes up, you know, pops out of bed. He's in, you know, like a cold sweat, it seems like, yep. you know... The, Next to a beautiful naked lady. Beautiful naked lady. Did you notice though? First thing I saw when Dean sits up, he's His wearing necklace? a silver chain. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. The first thing I noticed, I was like, "That's wrong." Mm-hmm. Yep. That's wrong. Didn't even have to see. I didn't have to even see that it wasn't the Samulet, you know, uh, charm. The yeah, fact that it was a silver it's chain. Not I was a like leather strap. Mm-hmm. first thing I saw, which, you know, obviously he was also shirtless when he sits up. So it made it really easy to see <laughs> yeah. that he was wearing a silver chain. Yeah. I was like, Oh, something's right. Something's changed. Right. Yeah. So yep. first thing Dean does is call Sam, Sam, who's like scrolling back on his little Blackberry or pilot or whatever, whatever the hell it was. Yep. Sam answers. And Dean is just like, dude, what's going on? And starts like talking about the gin. He got me. I don't know where he went. I don't know where I am. Sam yep. is very like confused. Gin? It's like, have you been drinking? Jen? Jen got you? And he's like, no, haven't been drinking. You know, and now now Dean's confused. Yes. Yes. Then Sam just kind of brushes him off. He's like, oh, okay, dude, thanks for the drunk dial. I'll see you tomorrow. And hangs up. Yep. And then uh, after he hangs up, he closes a book. And it's something law. I forgot to write down the title. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just just a law book. It's Mm -hmm. not you know, the Quran or a research book. It's a nope. law book. And it's like, oh no. The uh I had to do this and I'm and I'm sorry I did. But when Dean first opens his phone and is scrolling through his messages to try to mm-hmm. find like Sam's number, the name on the phone mm-hmm. is uh Christopher Cooper. Like that was I don't know why Christopher Cooper was written. Uh I think that was Are you, you talking know, about Sam's Dean- phone? No, it was Dean's phone because Dean opens his phone and is scrolling through and he sees that there's been some messages between him and Sam and he clicks on this message. And the Mm. message was saying, hey, I'm sorry, it's been so long. Things have been crazy. I know we haven't been in touch. It was like that type of message. Mm. But it didn't, it said to like to Sam, but it didn't say from Dean. Mm -hmm. It said from Christopher Cooper, which I'm assuming was just one of those like burn phone names that Dean would have had on his phone. Are you like sure it wasn't the, Sam's phone? I thought that Sam I, was like scrolling through his BlackBerry. And if it did say to Sam from Christopher Cooper, wouldn't Sam be like reading that message on his BlackBerry? And then he's like, oh, weird. And then picks up the phone when he sees we, Dean calling. We can totally double check it, but I swear to God, it I was don't take when the time. Dean. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the name on the phone, Christopher Cooper. I was like, who's Christopher Cooper? Because why would they have zoomed in on it? He's the props master. So it's just another one oh, of those okay. call outs of props guys putting themselves into the episode. Fun. Okay, so now Dean is very confused, even more. It's like, okay, that's kind of a, a cold shoulder phone call. I'm not sure what's going on. Where yeah. am I? You know, like looking around this house um, that it, yeah. he's never been in before. Picks yeah. up the mail, finds out that he's in Lawrence. That is the correct zip code for Lawrence, by the way. So, <laughs> so not fake. Yay, good. Prop, props to the, the people. That beautiful naked lady wakes up. And starts speaking to him as... As if a couple, yes. Yes, like they're familiar with each other. She's like, hey, honey, you know, what's going on? Why are you awake? Want me to lull you back to sleep? 
He's like, um, Uh, yes, but (laughs) yes, but but first, you know, what's going on, which I thought was interesting that above all else, Dean as, as horndog as he is, was still like, I have to figure out what's going on first (laughs) before being, before letting this beautiful woman seduce me. Oh God. He's just seemed so confused. You know, I felt so bad. Okay. You wake up, you're in a complete like it's a complete 180 from like where you were you know you're like living a home life you have a girlfriend you see pictures with her of you as a couple yeah like hanging out yep her male is with your male Mm -hmm. and your you know your male is with her male yep um but then he picks up one photo that we don't see but it's enough to evoke like a a stunned reaction Mm-hmm. That so much so that he just drops the photo, breaks it, and just like bolts out the door. And uh, I love that idea. I love that the this made us ask ourselves what was on the photo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, I'm now an active participant in this mystery. I'm like, what's happening? What was on the photo? What made him run? I was like, it has to be dad. I was yeah. like, it has to be something about dad, which. I am proven wrong. <laughs> yes, because in the next scene, he drives up to a house, knocks on the door. It's mom. It's, it's mom. And suddenly it's like all the cinematography changes. I mean, it's not like click it changes, but it's like that's when you start to see. It's like you hear crickets chirping in the background <laughs> and the light even on the porch light because it is the middle of the night when he goes yeah. pounding on her door mm-hmm. it's like pound 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 doorbell 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 and it's like she opens the door and she's just bathed in this beautiful soft glowing light yeah. and her, her hair is down and she's this beautiful you know mom mm-hmm. and he just like you could feel his heart stop for just yeah. a second when she opened the door yeah. because she reaches for him she's like dean are you okay like, yeah. you know, what are you doing here in the middle of the night? But she yeah. reaches out to touch him and he flinches. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, literally as if he'd been cut, touched by a ghost. Right. But he's he's with it enough to ask a test question. Like, he's kind of been through this before. You know, Sam was, uh, you know, possessed and... <laughs> right. You gotta, gotta have the test questions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So he asks her, what did you used to tell me when I was young before I went to sleep? Yeah, angels are watching over you. Mm-hmm. And that's the right answer. Yes, and now he gives in with the hugs. Yes, uh, like almost overly enthusiastic hugs, but yeah, just drinking her in, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so she, uh, she invites him in. You know, obviously mm-hmm. she's concerned about Dean because the Dean that she knows uh, wouldn't have shown up on her doorstep you know, yeah. unless and he's also something asked, is wrong. Yeah. But he's also asking like odd questions. Weird. Like, like yeah. think about if someone in your life that you see all the time, like just starts asking, what like, did you say to me when I was a kid? Right. Did there used to be a fire in our house when we were younger? Right. Right. And then, um, you know, do you think wishes can come true? <laughs> yeah. <okay>. Uh, <laughs> come on, come on in, honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sit down. Yeah. So you know. commentary note. Eric was so happy that he could bring Sam Smith in for this yeah. so that the audience could finally meet her. Right. Because right. she's had like two words 
you know, maybe four, you know, John, <laughs> yeah. yeah, John, I'm sorry. And, ah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> ah. Ooh. <laughs> right, right. So now he's just like, now we, she, she becomes a personality. She becomes a person in yeah. their life that we get to know. She was great. Yes. I mean, just Dean's is. reaction to her was. Yes. He mm. also praised Jensen like up and down in this episode. Um, really? I mean, he, and he loves both of them, but just because this one was Jensen focused, you know, he was yeah. like. He is like a surgical instrument in his reactions and facial expressions and his well not just the facial expressions but the like what he gives mm-hmm. to to the story. Um I don't know. I just thought that was really sweet that That is was, really sweet that that he gives him that. You know, yeah, I mean he's an yeah. artist. I mean everyone thinks of TV actors as just like actors, but it's like, yeah, right. but that's a there's an art and a science and a talent, mm-hmm. you know, to right. being an actor. Right. And that's why there are bad actors. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I don't think Jensen is a bad actor. I think he's quite wonderful. Yeah. And he brings uh, there's levels to Dean that we that we he could just be, you know, a jerk tough guy. Mm-hmm. But we see these levels of there's a reason why he is the way he is, and we also see in this episode of who he could be if yeah. things went a different way in his life. You know, the guy he could be. That's kind of funny that you say that because Eric wanted him to be like a complete loser. (laughs) Really? Yes. Like take like what he was, you know, because he keeps being accused of, you know, drinking Drinking, all day and stealing a Mm -hmm. a little bit of a slacker. Um, He wanted that to be like exponentially bigger. Oh. But he was fought by like virtually everybody they're just like you cannot do that do not do that please do not do that but he was like but why if it was so if he was like perfect you know if he was the mm-hmm. dean he is in in real life plus he gets everything that he wanted um in this life why why, why would, would you, you leave? go why would you leave yeah. so there needed to be some tension so he did get to keep the strained relationship of him and sam yes He's like, yes. nope, that has to stay, even though he was fought on that, too. Right. Um, well, I mean, he, yeah. he kept a couple of the things, you know, it's like he's got a drinking problem a little bit. <laughs> but Right, because it, this is the first, one of the first thing mom says to him is, have you been drinking? Or actually, she's like, oh, honey, you've been drinking. Right. You know, and Dean's like, no. <laughs> yeah. No, and yeah, throughout yeah. the episode, people yeah. keep accusing Dean of, of having been drinking, which means yeah. clearly he's a drinker. Um, I mean, he's accused of so many different things that I know, but again, through Carmen, through this girlfriend, you know, she shows you the level of, I would say who he could be, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that she has attached himself, that he's not so bad. He's not so derelict that, you know, she jokes about slumming, (laughs) you know, with him, but you know, what, what woman doesn't joke about slumming, um, right. So back to uh, this house, and like yes. he's just again, as you said, drinking it all in, um, yeah. asking these strange questions. <laughs> but you know, he's looking through all of the photos that she has uh, posted throughout the house. Yeah, um, it lends itself. It lends us to believe that they had a very normal uh, mm-hmm. apple pie-ish life. You know, there's like these family photos of all four of them. Yep. Um, 
the Christmas one with the Chris- family photos. <laughs> yeah, Kripke thought that was the funniest thing he's ever seen in his life. <laughs> well, because it's like ugly sweater and Santa hat exactly. photos. It's just like these Winchesters are the type of people who would have a <laughs> Christmas card for them wearing uh, matching sweaters. Right. But even like the wallpaper is like these giant roses. And yeah, it's all it's very you know, flowery. Very, but- yes. So he does come across a picture of dad in a, a, a softball uniform. Yes, mm-hmm. which I find humorously foreshadowable, um, even though they had no idea that <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan was going to go on to be the character he was in Walking right. Dead with a baseball bat. Yeah. Um, so I just thought that was fun little like, oh, my God, had they only known. An accidental <laughs> Easter know? egg, yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> God. It, when I went back and watched it the second time, I was like, oh, <laughs> Had they only known. Um, but yeah, so again, it's this idyllic life, you know, the, you know, dad's on a softball team and, you know, here's our Christmas, you know, our funny Christmas pictures. And Dean doesn't, Dean's like, oh, dad's on a softball team. Oh, this is great. And then looks at, you know, mom, because mom said, well, that was dad's softball team. That was like his favorite thing was that silly yeah, softball she said, team. Yeah, she said something in past tense, which then yeah. made him go, oh. Oh, so dad is dead. Yes. Yeah. And she's like, yes. How did <laughs> no. he die? You know, oh, he died of a stroke. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which given what we know about how, yeah, how yeah. Much uh, your dad than died, demon. much better than, <laughs> right? You know, oh no, you know, in his sleep, that's, that's the way to go. Good, good, good. Yeah. And that's when mom number two, I mean, when mom says for the second time, you've been drinking. Yeah. Oh, no, no. That's mom's first time saying, have you been drinking? Oh, the yeah, first yeah, time was right. Sam mm-hmm. said, have you been drinking? The gin. Yes. yes. Um, so, but that is the second time. <laughs> um, and this whole time, mom is trying to get Dean to, like, go home. Right. I mean, not forcefully, but just like, no, you know. she's just like, well, yeah, you what are you, you, uh, yeah, what are you doing here? Carmen, you know, you're, yeah. and he she's says, She's worried no, no, about no, you. I want to I wanna stay here. You know, and she's like, are you okay? And Dean says, I think so. like he's he's kind of he's like now that i am where i am he's like yeah yeah i i I think i am okay yeah Mm because i'm home i'm with mom and yeah and so she's like all right honey so she goes to bed dean falls asleep on the couch and he falls asleep like surrounded by family photos the last picture he sees is a photo of i think it's sam's graduation so it's mom dad and sam Mm -hmm. in his cap and gown i was like oh you know Maybe Dean took the picture because Dean wasn't in the picture. I was like, so maybe Dean was taking. No, the- they actually. He actually. Eric said something about that because Dean would have been the type of guy to not go to his graduation. Oh. In this well, life. I figured. <laughs> I figured it was because of something Sam says later yeah. about what Dean did to him in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But it, I, for me, I was like, good for you, Valerie, for noticing that Dean wasn't in the picture. <laughs> so I was like patting myself on the back for making that for noticing that. <laughs> But, that was um, a, an actual picture of of uh, Jared in his graduation. Like a lot I, of the ones of their when they're younger and their kids, mm-hmm. it, it is them. their photos. But that, obviously, they've been photoshopped, manipulated, you know, with into everybody. The mm-hmm. Winchesters, yeah, yeah. Mm. I love that they must have had a great time, like going through their photo albums yeah. to decide what <laughs> photos to use. 
that must have been so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for, I would say, the company to be like, ha <laughs> <Yeah>. ha. <laughs> Look at your high school photos. Yeah. But so Dean wakes up uh, the next morning. He's still at mom's. Mm-hmm. Birds are chirping. Yeah. Sun is shining. <laughs> he's a little bit confused when he first wakes up. Yeah, I think it was he was kind of really happy that it wasn't a dream. Like maybe he was worried it was just all just a dream. Mm-hmm. And then like him waking up in the same place was like, okay. Yep. Okay, that's good, but also bad because they still don't know what's going on. <laughs> still don't know what's going on. And, uh, but um, he calls. So the first thing he does is when he sits up, he calls Sam, but there's no answer. Right. It goes to voicemail. Right. Um, Not that it would help him anyway, right? Because he was like, okay, he wasn't much of a help before. Right. He didn't you know, help me so... with no, I've been, something happened with the gin and you were yeah. no help. Was, oh, I'll just see you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, I just told you I was attacked by something supernatural. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Uh, so in true Dean fashion, he sets out on his own to find his own answers. Mm-hmm. And he ends up at a college professor's office. Yeah, which is kind so. of a, that's like the Winchester thing to do is to disguise themselves as a student to yeah. like pump somebody for information about their their mythical creature that they're hunting. Yeah. This is not the first time they've done this. No, nor will it be the last. But you know what? It would work because there was one year um, when I was attending KU, which is in Lawrence, actually, um, but it's a bigger college. But I had a friend who, um, like, I had, like, a big chunk of time in between my classes. So I would just go to his uh, like political science class with him and I just like oh my sit there with him and do sit it in. and he would and he would come to my something else class archaeology I think oh. um none, the professors were none the wiser you know there's so many know freaking kids in those those, in those lecture classes. classes are huge yeah. there's hundreds of kids sitting in those classes yeah, yeah exactly so this would totally work like if I were to go to that professor my that political science professor and be like hey I need some research on I don't know. Something right. Political on a gin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. His question would be like, what the fuck's a gin? Not who are you? <laughs> right. But no, you're right. They absolutely fit in with the exception that Dean's not been to college. And so he can't, right. he doesn't quite fit in. Yeah. Um, but he still gets the professors to talk to him and mm-hmm. answer a lot of his questions. Um to the point where the professor is saying, you know, jinns have godlike powers. They can alter reality based on the mythology. He's not saying mm. jinns can actually do this. He's saying the mythology yes. is. Yes. So, but but Dean is still like, oh, they can. Yeah. <laughs> you think they they can grant actual wishes? And the professor's yeah. like, uh, no, because it's mythology. <laughs> um, but why? But why? And, and this, that's a prevailing question through this entire episode. Why? Mm-hmm. Why this? Why that? Why us? Why me? Why would? There's a whole right. lot of whys asked in this entire episode. And I just, right. I kept circling that. I was like, good question. You yeah. know, this is a good question. Yeah. The professor even says, you've been drinking? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because Dean's like, why, why would a gin do this why would why would a creature or a, a god or whatever yeah offer a wish to somebody mm-hmm. what does that get him yeah 
this scene was added later um, because they were trying to, because there's an obstacle for Dean, right? Like usually he has Sam to bounce things off of or, you know, the other people in his life, you could call Bobby or, you know, right. roadhouse people. Um, but he doesn't have that here. So how does he work through this without his his partner in crime? They mm-hmm. did have apparently a bunch of just solo monologues of like Dean like talking to himself, I guess. But Eric Kripke was like, "This that was really lame." So we ended up doing this like later. It was like one of the last things that they figured out. Oh, to, the, the professor bit. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. great because I love the actor who was the professor. I thought yeah. he did a great job. Yeah, you know, he was he, just like, "What? what are what's you going on with doing? you, son?" <laughs> yeah. Um. I love that little scene because it also was a little comic relief, mm-hmm. you know, and what could have been really tense, sad or emotional scenes, a little bit of comic right. relief because that was definitely Dean back in his element of researching, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you know, or finding answers in his own way. Yeah. Um, and you've been drinking? No. And it's like, and Dean kind <laughs> of gave does, a look. Why do like, people keep asking keep... me that? <laughs> so clearly the Dean in this particular reality drinks. Right. You know? Um, and I love the, like, after he leaves the uh, professor's office, he like opens the trunk of the Impala. He's like out on the street, opens the trunk and there's nothing, there's no weapons. (laughs) There's no hunter stuff. It's trash and Max magazine. And, you know, and he's like, Hey, who knew? (laughs) We're, what does he call? He doesn't say, Hey, we're regulars. He's like, Oh, we're civilians. That's what he says. He's like, who knew we're civilians. Um, and he seems okay with that. Like, yeah. he seems somewhat relieved that there aren't weapons in his trunk. Yeah. You know? So a part of me was like, huh. You know, I the idea that the heroes are the heroes because they choose to be the heroes is is challenged in this. They're, they're the heroes because they have to be the heroes um, by circumstances. And so to see him, you know, see Dean kind of relieved that he doesn't have to have a trunk full of weapons. He gets to maybe go home to the girlfriend at the end of the night, you know, right. seems, you know, it's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, however, on that note, he turns around and sees a very spooky girl just standing there in the middle of the sidewalk of the campus Mm-hmm. staring at him while everyone else is just walking around her walking seems not her. to really notice her yeah she's staring at him yes yeah and he and makes he... a run for her but she disappears at some point yeah he's he like he's her. almost hit by a car as yeah. he's crossing the street and so he's distracted and when he looks up again she's gone and he's got that you know there's the question of oh mm-hmm. you know what is what is this why yeah. am i seeing this um but then Back at mom's, Dean is taking a Dagwood sized mm-hmm, bite mm-hmm. out of the looks like to be like the most delicious BLT sandwich. Because oh it was like it looked and sounded like the best sandwich ever. It was crunchy I'm and hungry. And, just <laughs> thinking about it, honestly. <laughs> In my mind, I went straight to giant BLT, just like toasted yeah. bread. You know, and because he and he is, I mean, his eyes rolled in the back of his head. He's like, ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he takes a bite and he's like, mom, this is the best sandwich ever. So imagine, of course, it's the best sandwich. The sandwiches your mom makes for you 
are the best sandwiches. Yeah. You know, he's been living on the road his entire life eating shitty diner food. Yeah. And now he's back at his mom's house and she's making him a sandwich. She could have made him, you know, a bologna and cheese and it still would have been the best right. sandwich ever. Right. right. Just, do you, do you ever get, like, when you watch, I don't know how many cartoons you watch or have watched in your life, but <laughs> have you ever seen, like, a cartoon food that you just like so desperately want to eat or want to know what it tastes like in real life. Like every time. Because they make it sound and look so delicious. Oh my god. The the Krabby Patties on SpongeBob <laughs> are so delicious <laughs> looking. And I'm just like, I just want so many oh. of those. I want to try oh a Krabby Patty. But is this just the way they draw it or something? It just looks like so shiny and and juicy <laughs> and voluptuous. I don't know. But there's a th- I have a thing about like TV foods. There's uh, something th- about it. Yes, like this sandwich. I was just like, oh my god, I just want to eat that. I sandwich. just wanted that sandwich. Yeah, and not just because his, his, every time he was crunching it, you know, it was just like, oh, that just. <laughs> but that's why I thought it was like the best BLT ever because a BLT yeah. to me, when it's made right, it's got yeah. all the elements of yes. just an amazing sandwich. Yes. And I'm literally, I'm like, I'm drinking all my wine because now my mouth is pooling. (laughs) Wow. And it didn't hurt that it was Jensen eating the sandwich, but the fact that he was taking so much joy, not like perverse pleasure, but actual joy in, in eating his mom's sandwich. I was that it just made me smile. It just made me smile at how happy he was. Yeah. So he learns through mom being like, why aren't you at work? <laughs> <laughs> Which is something that, I never would have thought of because I know, you know me neither. His job is hunting. Same thing right. with Dean. He's like, I have a job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's at a garage. Yeah. Huh. Makes sense. Yeah. You know? Because he's but got his the day answer, off, though. <laughs> yeah. His answer is, I've got the day off. You know, yeah. And then he's like looking around again, hearing the birds chirping and stuff mm-hmm. and eating this wonderful sandwich. He looks out the window and goes, hey, looks like your yard could use a mow (laughs) and she's like you want to mow the yard have at it yes you know it's you know as if you've never mowed a lawn before and of course the knowing look dean gives us is he hasn't Mm -hmm. mowed a lot of lawns in his life and the next scene definitely shows he has it like he has no idea how to work (laughs) his lawnmower he can't even like make the turn with the lawnmower he just just picks it up and moves it (laughs) (laughs) what i love though is that it's playing um you know what a wonderful world yeah the jimmy world version yes it's the total punk version which i love i forgot to tell you um on my drive okay so we as you know, we didn't get a chance to record this in the time period that we wanted to record it, to record mm-hmm. this podcast. On my drive here to my parents' house, two amazing things happened. One, as I was leaving the city, there's one of those like drive safe signs, like, you know, buckle up, drive safe signs. Right. Mm-hmm. The sign literally said, what is your wish today? That was one Whoa. of those signs and i was like what and of course i was driving too fast to actually acknowledge what the sign was it probably says slow down what you know <laughs> what would your wish be today but i was like oh what then about an hour later i was driving what a wonderful world came on my playlist but it was the louis armstrong one uh-huh 
but still I was like, what are the chances I'm on my way to go record the podcast? And I hear this song and it was just, it was just so nice to hear that water one. It was just so nice to hear the the Louis Armstrong version. Plus having seen that sign about wishes, I was like, it's kismet. This is, this is when we're going to record the podcast. It was like, it was like, there's a reason why we couldn't. (laughs) No, 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 but we did. We're doing it now. No, meaning there's a reason why we couldn't do it prior. Oh, right. And now is the right time to record the podcast. Yes. So I'm so sorry. I had to throw that in there, (laughs) but I was like, it was just kismet. It was circumstantial. It was great. No, that's great. You mentioned, hold on. It's, It's cool that you mentioned kismet because, okay, in the scene before at college, it's raining. And Kripke is like, look at how much it's raining. Vancouver just rains like a mother. It's always raining. These actors and the crew always have to go out 24-7 in the rain and in the cold. And it doesn't look like it's raining that much on the camera, but oh my God, rain. We know it's raining. All the time. (laughs) But then this day, the day we were scheduled to film this lawn mowing scene. The sunshine day. (laughs) The sun came out for the few hours that we needed (laughs) to film it. That's real sunlight that's shining there. It's not artificial. They're outside, they're not in a set. I I wanna read to you what I wrote down in my notes, okay, right here. How long did they wait to get a sunny day to shoot? That I literally wrote that down. How long did they wait for a sunny day to shoot? Because this is the most sunshiny day I've ever seen in the yeah. history of supernatural up I to know. this point. It just looks fake, you know? It looks right? like the grass it, is green. Yeah. The it flowers looks like, are um, super bright. It looks like the, the scene from uh <laughs> from uh, um Little Shop of Horrors when she's singing somewhere that's yes. green, you know, and it's the white yes. little picket fence and the astroturf and it just looks yes. just like that. So fake, but beautifully fake. It's yes. just so sunshiny and happy. And I love that again with the with the punk version, with the Jimmy uh-huh. World version of this, of It's a Wonderful World. Yeah. Perfect for Dean. Perfect yeah. for Dean in this moment. And it also made me think of My Blue Heaven, which was a Steve Martin Oh, I love that movie. movie where he's out there in his like seersucker suit. And he's like, that's a beautiful day for a mow. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. the lawn. He's just, mom, that's kind of what I felt like. Because even <laughs> Dean is like waving to the neighbor across the street. Yeah. Like, howdy, he's neighbor. Like, and the okay. neighbor's like, what? so out of place in his like boots and jeans i know. <laughs> you know i loved that scene yes um but, but that was right. real sun and eric was like oh my god and even <laughs> he said he kept getting like cracks like who did you make a deal with to get this day <laughs> like what demon right, came what in? demon what crossroad demon did you kiss to I know because to get he, this he, Right, because he was also like, I'm always getting flack for how dark it is. Like, the, the show is so dark, and it's just like, right. okay, I'll just turn on the sun. No problem. <laughs> and it was a gorgeous, sun, gorgeous sunny day. Yes. Bright flowers, bright grass. The sunlight on just Jensen himself. Of course, I mean, he's an attractive man anyway, but put him in mm-hmm. beautiful sunlight, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, at the end of the day, when he's, finally done mowing the lawn and he's sitting in the sun drinking a beer which i'm like is perfect because if you've ever spent a day mowing the lawn the one thing you want is Is a a beer beer. you really do you don't want your ice water you want a nice cold beer and the fact that he just sat on the porch afterwards like on the front stoop drinking his beer i was like good for him Mm -hmm. you know and in that moment that's when sam 
pulls up in his rental car. Yeah. <laughs> Sam gets out of the out of the car and Jessica gets out of yeah. the car and Dina's like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Runs down, gives Jess this like giant hug so much to the point where she's like, "Can't breathe." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And Dean is just so excited to see that that Sam is with Jessica, that yeah, this Sam part is- of his life has happened. Yes. And that he is in Stanford. You know, he's the, he yes. learns he came from California. Oh, my God, you're in Stanford. Stanford. Oh, yes. I'm so happy. Yeah, and so Sam happy. is. But Sam is like not reciprocating this happiness, right? He's not, like. And he's kind of like douchey preppy at the same time. I was just like. Bit, eh, yeah. A little douchey preppy. Um, and notes that Dean has a beer. That's the, one of the first things he says to Dean is like, oh, I see you decided to kick off mom's birthday with a bang. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that was kind of a dick thing to say, given that Dean's just been mowing the lawn. He can have a beer, but clearly it shows that Dean maybe can't just have a beer. Right. Right. It's one thing for some, some people, yes, they can just have a beer and other people, when you see them have a beer in their hand, you're like, oh, oh, yep. And I and I actually know people. Yeah, like I that. do too. I know those people. Um, I loved though that Dean is enjoying the fact that he can fill in the blanks, like he as he's like, ah, uh, California Stanford. Yeah, I bet you yeah. go to law school. You know, and he's so proud of himself that he's like, I, <laughs> I know these answers. I can fill I in the blanks. You know, Although it doesn't Sam, help his image, it, you know. It <laughs> doesn't because Sam's like, yeah, I go to Stanford. Why wouldn't you yeah. know that I go to Stanford? Of course, of course I'm with Jess. Of course I, you know. And I was like, oh, but Dean was so happy. Yeah. He's so happy with the reality that he's discovering, but he's yeah. also happy that he is the one to be able to be like, aha, yes. <laughs> you know, here's the answer. Yes. Here are the answers. Um. So Dean didn't know that it was mom's birthday. He's like, oh, oh, that's Oops. why you're here. <laughs> yeah. you, you guys, they flew in from Jess and Sam flew in from California to Kansas mm-hmm. because it's mom's birthday. Okay. You know, so the next thing we see is that they're at this fancy schmancy restaurant. There's like the, the classical music playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Everyone's wearing like the women are wearing black evening gowns. Yeah. You know, everyone's dressed and it's a lovely, there's clinky, clinky in the background, you know, glasses mm-hmm. tinkling. They've got the, the dishes that are brought out are like those weird plated weird, things like, or like small portions of food that are expensive. Expensive that you wouldn't order for yourself, but... And luckily, because Dean, you see Dean, he's like, uh, <laughs> he doesn't yeah. know what to do with oh, these small great plates. vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Stalks of asparagus. <laughs> yes. And, and thankfully, Carmen leans over and is like, we're going to go get a burger after this, you know? So it's like, she knows Dean and, yeah. you know, she's not putting on airs. She knows what he likes and, you know, that this isn't his thing, but they're doing this for mom. Right. You know, but also just my, makes me like Carmen, the girlfriend. Even better right. because she's and not- them as a them as a couple too. So as it's a like, couple. oh wow, they yeah. really like fit well together. Yes, because she's awesome. Yes, I said I even wrote that Carmen is a cool chick. <laughs> <laughs> so in that same scene, of course, Sam and Jess reveal that they're engaged, and yes. everybody's oh super happy that they're yes. engaged. Yay! Um, and Dean is genuinely happy 
the look on his face it's you can just see his like everything relaxes Mm -hmm. on him he is genuinely happy for the circumstances that are just like unveiling in front of him on you know that are just every moment that happens the next moment is a good moment the next moment's a better moment right um Right. And he's not upset or jealous or what lot surprised. He's like, this is the way it should be. And you just see him be so happy for, for Sam and Dean. And I mean, yeah. for uh, Sam and Dean, <laughs> for <laughs> Sam and Jess. Yes. Yeah. And amidst these congratulations, though, he sees, again, the spooky girl. The girl. Yeah. In the corner of his eye. But she looks a little bit more deteriorated than she did before. Before she was kind yeah. of fresh. Uh, yeah. ish. she's like <laughs> but just, now yeah she... ish she's distressed her dress is a little bit dirtier she's got you can see blood on her face yeah. she looks just a little bit more fatigued right and distressed right. and once again and he... when dean goes to her mm-hmm. he disappears he's distracted yeah. for a second he's bumped by somebody yeah and she disappears and this time however it's like when he turns around he looks back and he sees his family looking at him yeah, like okay, what's, what's going up now? Yeah. What's, not, what's, what's wrong what's, with, what's what is wrong Dean with you done? now? Yeah, what is Dean done now? Yeah. <laughs> so, cut to now they're all back home. They're back at yeah, the house. They're, they're back home. Dean is still like firing on all cylinders. He's just like, no man, we gotta go out. We gotta, we gotta celebrate. You, gotta, you guys you got are a beautiful women. I've got a beautiful woman. Yeah, I love those. Now we're going to bed, but Dean's like, no, it's like eight thirty. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Let's let's go let's go out let's go celebrate our lives. Yeah, and Sam gets a, he's, a wall. It's like you know. Yeah, he's like, let's. Can you talk? Let's go yeah, talk let's, over let's, here. Let's let's chat. Let's go chat. And and this is when Sam kind of divulges what their relationship actually is in this reality, which is and it's not the regular relationship that we're used. And to. it's not great. Um, mm. Dean has stolen from him. He has, uh, like, ruined special events in his life, such as, like, going home with his prom, with Sam's prom date on prom yeah. night. Right. Which is, is a very shitty move. Um, stole money from the, like, stole his wallet or stole yeah. his, like, ATM card. Um, you know, stole his girlfriend or his prom right. date. I mean, just Dean's kind of a shit. So you kind yeah. of understand that why Sam would be distant from him. Right. What He's just like, listen, me, we're, we're family, yeah. you know, I've gotten past it, but, you know, we just don't really have anything in common. So I don't understand this whole, like, lovey-dovey thing you got going on, the Sammy, yeah. you never call me Sammy. Why are you calling me Sammy? Yeah, exactly. Which, like, like it's oh. weird. Yeah. And what's weird is, like, poor Dean is, like, even if I was this jerk, jerk it's like, but we're still brothers and we're still you know, these guys and Sam is just in these moments, the way they colored Sam, Sam's kind of the douchebag. I mean, Dean's the jerk for the things he's done, but Sam comes across as like, I, for me, he comes across as a douchebag. Cause you don't like Sam. <laughs> <laughs> you right, don't, well, you always have such a hard on for I just do. Dean and poor Sam <laughs> always gets the short end of the stick and everything. And like in the seasons to come, he's always the one that's like, oh man, you're the worst thing ever. And it's like, he's really not though. He's just got getting thrown into these situations. So when this one, if his brother never actually apologized to him beyond this, like in his, in his view, right? He doesn't know that right. Dean has come from an alternate reality. True. And, you know, Dean's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. You know, and that's it. That's the only apology that he gets. 
right. from being, from, you know, having stolen money from him, stolen his girlfriend from him, right underneath his nose, like on a, like, you know, an iconic right. high school night. Who knows what else that he's done in the years sure. that have passed. So they've grown apart and Sam's like, okay, this is how we live our lives now. And for Dean to all of a sudden come in and be like, hey, I just want to be chummy now. But I'm a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, let me ask you. <laughs> Because I clearly I get the impression <laughs> from what you just said that in this episode, the way that they color Dean, which is we know at this point that he's suffering an alternate reality. Yeah. Uh, something is out of his control that he is not he's not where he needs to be. Things aren't the way he's used to. So for for me, I'm watching Dean suffer through uh, mm-hmm. this episode, mm-hmm. whereas Sam in this episode in in this reality yeah he's painted as cold and aloof with good reason based on what we've just heard but he is still painted as cold and aloof and not being the Sam we know Dean needs him to be that's that's how I see it and I just wonder if it's intentional to make me feel more um, antagonized towards Sam and more empathetic towards Dean, oh. which is exactly what happened for me is I feel 100% empathy for Dean. I don't like that. I just learned that he stole his prom date and that he's stolen money from him in this, in this uh, timeline, mm-hmm. but I'm still empathetic towards Dean and slightly antagonistic antagonistic towards Sam because he's hurting Dean with his truths and with his reality. Mm-hmm. But that's how this episode made me feel. And I, mm-hmm. I, I know I come across as anti-Sam um, <laughs> now that you actually <laughs> throw it in my face like that. Um, And it's fine. I mean, you are absolutely right. You are 100% right. I am more, yes, Dean's actual characteristics as Dean. I don't like everything about him, but I am more drawn to him than I am to the purity of Sam. Sam is definitely a more pure of character. Mm -hmm. He was dragged into this on, you know, against his will, but he still did it. He still made the decision to come into hunting again, but he's more of a a purist. He's definitely more of a, a saintly character than Dean is. I would say, mm-hmm. uh, but for some reason, I am still more team Dean. That's just the way it is for me. So um, that's fine. You have every right to, um, I know I, I felt sympathy and empathy for Dean as well in that I felt bad that they did not have the relationship that, you know, is like he kind of traded one thing for the other. Right. So like, yes, he yes. got, he, he got mom back. Um, He also has, like, this life that maybe he didn't really know that he wanted, but he's learning to really like it. Mm -hmm. But that was all, you know, traded for this relationship that he now has with his brother that has, like, they worked for that relationship, right? And now it's, like, gone, and he has to start Mm -hmm. that again. Because he says that later, like, not too much later in this this scene. He's just like, well, we we do have something in common. It's hunting. Sam, of course, doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He's like, I've never right. hunted in my I've life. Hunted in my life. Deer, yeah. you know. He's like, well, <laughs> we should go sometime. And you know, when he's with his girlfriend later in the in the place in his house, mm-hmm. you know, he makes like a declaration. It's like Sam and I don't get along, and that really bothers me. And I'm going to make it right. And right. yeah, I like that character trait about Dean. Um, 
but I didn't feel antagonistic towards Sam just because, you know, it's like that's the cards he was dealt in this life. You know, like Sam... Well, he, he doesn't know anything about the other life. Right, yeah, he doesn't exactly. know. There's... Because, like, Dean came in knowing... What he's lost. Lost and gained and all of that, right. So yeah. he's completely 100% aware. The other characters in this play are not aware. I, I took that as, like, no, seemed to, Sam didn't go from loving his brother to all of a sudden not being a jerk to his brother. No, no, no. <laughs> I guess, yes, no, you are absolutely right. I guess my, my point for me is that... Mm-hmm. The the lack of the real Sam for me yeah. hurts, right? And it makes me not like this current Sam because yeah. I know who Sam can really right. be. Yeah, no, so. yeah, I'm on that page too. Um, okay. Speaking of the boys, they both had a really hard time doing these scenes together, like doing this, like we hate each other kind of stuff. Oh, like they I... both apparently separately came to Kripke. Um, you know, on their own accords and be like, this is really hard. Like, I don't like doing this. I don't like oh, acting like I hate my I brother. I hate him. Oh. Or that we See, don't get and along. I hate, I hated seeing <laughs> I hated seeing that side of Sam. Yeah. I mean, this, this separate Sam. I hated that separate Sam. And that's what I was talking about in the very beginning. The stuff you're supposed to hate, mm-hmm. I hated. And yeah. it makes me like this episode because it made me feel those things. Yeah. The thing for like watching this is with Dean recognizing what he's put this Sam through in this timeline. Yeah. It's still breaking his heart that he yeah. did those. He knows that he is capable of hurting Sam the way he's hurt Sam. Yeah. And he, he realizes that about his prom date thing. He's just like, yeah, that does like, kind of sound like, like me. me. Yeah. And it's like, and I hate that about Dean. Mm-hmm. I hate Dean being that guy. And I think he hates that. So seeing his heartbreak for what he's done, yeah, or what he's been capable of because he hurt Sam and he's now made it like this is their reality is that they're not brothers. They're not, they don't have a relationship. I'm like, it hurts me. That's what I loved about this episode is that I, my heart broke for Sam, for Dean watching him realize what he's done. Yeah. Um, and with Sam, I felt bad that Sam didn't have the relationship with Dean that he could have had because it's a mm-hmm. cool relationship. Yeah. Um, right. But he's also kind of a preppy douchebag uh, because of it. <laughs> so, but Dean in his, in his Deanness says, I can make it up to everyone. Like yeah. I can fix this. I can yeah. make it. This isn't, this isn't the way it should be. I can make this work. Um, yeah, and he says that to Carmen. Yes, because he feels like he's been given a second chance and he doesn't want to waste it, which she doesn't understand. He doesn't expect her to because, Mm -hmm. you know, he's not going to go through all that explanation. (laughs) But she's like, I, but she accepts that though. She accepts, she's like, okay, Mm -hmm. I don't understand it, but I, she embraces it. And, and, and as it turns out, and most of us, uh, I think at some point thought Carmen was maybe a stripper just because of Dean. And his propensity to <laughs> uh, to have that, uh, I guess, type of relationship. But Carmen turns out she's a nurse. Yes, because you know they they lead into that right because she's just like, yes. oh, I'm working the night shift night because shift. they were about to go look brown chicken brown cow. Um, yeah. Then she pulls out scrubs. And he's like, oh, I'm dating a nurse. How respectable of me. <laughs> Look at me. I'm dating a nurse. And, but then this shows, again, how cool Carmen is because she's like, yeah, you know, I'm dating down. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. He's like, how lucky am I? And she's like, you're just lucky that I'm, you know, 
I have low standards. <laughs> yes. Um, although I did think it was funny that the way they um, uh, uh, reveal that she's a nurse is that she pulls scrubs out of the closet because she's getting ready for work. Mm-hmm. But she takes this like set of scrubs out and holds them against her body. Like, should I wear this scrub yeah. or this <laughs> scrub? And I was like, what? <laughs> They're just fucking scrubs. No one's right. gonna, no nurse is gonna be like, should I wear the scrubs? Right. You know, and they already have her hospital IDs clipped on them. <laughs> so, but, all right. So she's a nurse. We get yeah, it. Yeah. Not uh, a stripper. Uh-huh. So she goes to work and Dean is left surfing the web, just kind of browsing around. No, he's watching TV. No, he's, sorry, watching he's watching TV. TV. Um, passes by like, Thundercats, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Look at the channels. Thundercats, um, which is what, and, of course, they watched as kids, but yeah. And then um, he comes across a channel where it's the anniversary of a plane crash, the yes. very same plane crash that they stopped Prevented. from happening in yes. episode four, in- season one. Phantom um, Traveler. Yes. <laughs> and Dean's like, no, we, I, we stopped that. That yeah, didn't we, happen. Yeah, because 108 people died or something like that on that plane. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 I no, stopped no. that. I Which then that. sends him down to the an awful <laughs> rabbit hole, yeah, of just looking um, up all of the cases that he has worked in his life. Yeah, none of them solved. So, yep. the little girl drowned in the pool of that hotel. Something. Yep. Something wicked. Oh wait, no, mm-hmm. no. The little girl drowned in playthings. Playthings. Um, yeah. The parents were mutilated in Everybody Loves a Clown. Mm-hmm. And a whole bunch of kids like were dropped into a coma and died yes, in something, something wicked. wicked. Yeah. And so it's all these headlines of of cases that he and Sam actually prevented, like solved and prevented. And right. he's like, "Oh no, what's happening now?" Yeah. And I just want to say, hold that little nugget that all the the idea of all the people that they've saved have at now actually died. Just hold that nugget for about 20 years. Right. <laughs> um, no spoilers. Uh, so he, so he's, so Dean's looking up on the computer. And then while there's he's a on shadow. The compu- yep. There's a little shadow yeah, behind there's like him. Something shadows behind him and he does the little spidey sense. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the Peter Tingle. <laughs> um, and so he like, goes and follows whatever the the shadow is he goes into his bedroom there's nothing there mm-hmm. so he opens his closet door and there's like there's two bodies hanging in his closet and they're these like dried out almost mummified oh yeah bodies hanging with his their arms corpses. over their heads corpses hanging in his closet and it it scares him and it scared me it was a yeah. jump out moment it was like a jump scare yeah. but like but like, because oh. he jumped i jumped you know because he was like <laughs> he was not expecting to see corpses hanging in his closet who would and and as he does that like jump scare jump back he turns around and there's the uh the girl in white right the yeah the girl that he's seen those other two times Mm -hmm. who is even more deteriorated than that second time that he saw her i mean she's still like alive and standing but barely you know right but this time she glitches Mm mm-hmm she does the like electric ghost glitch yep. that you that you coined. She glitches and then disappears. Um, he turns and so around the next... and the corpses have corpses also disappeared, and now it's just a regular closet. Yep. And so the next cut we see Dean is at the cemetery where Dad's uh, headstone is. Mm-hmm. So poor Dean in this reality again, as you mentioned 
has no one to talk to. Yeah. He doesn't have Sam to bounce things off. He doesn't have the the roadhouse, no Bobby. Mm-hmm. And so he's he's found his dad's tombstone and is now talking to dad. Yeah. And crying and talking to dad. And it's, again, Jensen is just wonderful in these moments because he's not mm-hmm. weeping. He's not blubbering. No, he's, he's just... I mean, he's, he's in pain. You know, he's yeah. in pain because... You know, he's having this wonderful life, desperately just does not really want to be the hero right now. He's like, I just want to live my life. I just want to, you know, have my mom. I want to have my girlfriend. I want my brother to have his girlfriend. Why can't, why can't we have these things? Right. That's the biggest point though, because he's not, he's not about me, me, me. He's like, mom is alive. Mom gets to live. Yeah, You know, Jess gets to live and Sam gets to marry Jess. He's thinking about everybody else's life and their happiness that they get to have. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, God, Dean. <laughs> oh. Well, I, I, um, also, I also do think that, you know, because he asks, why is it my job to save these people? Why do I have to make these sacrifices? And right. I don't even mean just like his sacrifices, but... You know, no, yes, no, no. all of he these says, sacrifices of other people. And he says, why yeah. me? Why, why do me? I have to do this? Why can't? Yep. And I think it's like, why can't I have this family that yeah. I so desperately want? Right. And I my want the relationship with my mom who I want to be alive, you know? Yep. Um, yep. I it's get everybody's my happiness, happiness from there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. This was like a huge comic book. It felt like a comic book moment to me. Like I could almost see it on the page, you know, like the the drawings of an inked in Dean, you know, standing oh. at the grave, you know, and then the close ups. And it could have been also that I had just seen Spider-Man because this is very a Spider-Man-y moment because with great power comes great responsibility, right? And yeah. while he doesn't have spider powers, he does have <laughs> ghost hunting mm-hmm skills um, right almost every spider-man story comes a point where he's just like i don't want to have to do this i just want to live a regular life right but that's the definition of a hero though if you right. look up the definition of a hero it's somebody who does what nobody else will do even when they don't want to do it right that's right. the definition of a hero it's not somebody who's out there going haha i can i will do this sure it's somebody who's like i will do this because i have to and right. Even though I don't want to, I will do mm-hmm. it. Yeah, That's but even the, the heroes heroes have moments of weakness. They're not weakness, yeah. but just like, I just don't want to. I don't want to, but that's... <laughs> I want somebody else to do it for me. Just yes, for I don't like want to have to do it. a day, Yeah, I don't want to have to be the hero. I will yeah. be the hero, but yes. I don't want to have to be. And Dean leaves the grave, you know, knowing most... what dad would have said. And it's the most beautiful walk away they've done. Dean walks away from the tombstone. He's he's alone. He's by himself. The tomb has not answered him, you know? And it's just this beautiful walk away of Dean walking away, having answered his own questions. And the next shot, or the next sequence, I should say, is almost <laughs> shot for shot the exact same as the first episode, as the pilot. Yes. It's like yeah. Sam hears a noise downstairs. You know, the camera zooms in. He wakes up. He comes down the yep. stairs. With the baseball bat, uh, 
you know, turns on the light. Dean attacks him from behind, but in this one, <laughs> Sam's a wuss, so he doesn't know how to fight back. <laughs> he's like, stud. He's like, he's, yes. like, he's wrestled to the ground immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And even Dean says, I- I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was so easy for me. I'm embarrassed for you. Yeah. When they're done wrestling, mm-hmm. Sam's like, you know, what are you doing here? You know, and unfortunately, you see that Dean, ha- Dean says, oh, I was here for a beer. But the camera shows that he was actually there, like rifling through mom's uh, silverware. Silverware, like silver. actual mom's silver. Good silverware. Yeah, this is yeah. mom's silver, and he's like, "Oh my god, you're stealing mom's silver!" And Dean doesn't dispel Sam no. of that notion. No. Doesn't say, "No, I'm not stealing the silver." To he actually adds on. He's like, "Yeah, I need the silver to pay off a bookie." Yeah. So totally leans into the the bad image that everybody has of him in this reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he's like, yep. So I'm stealing mom's silver to, you know, pay off a bookie. Yep. Don't worry, Sam. I'm going to make everything right. Just tell mom that I love her. I got to yep. go. And, and goes they, out to the car and gets in. Yeah. Gets in and yeah. just kind of lingers for a while. And while he's lingering, then Sam hops into the seat. <laughs> and he's just like, uh-uh, out. <laughs> get out, get out. And Sam's like, no, I'm going to help you. Whatever it is you're doing, I should be there for you. Yeah. And he's like, why? Because I'm your brother. We're still yeah. brothers. We're still brothers at the end of the day. Oh, bitch. <laughs> what? What are you calling me a bitch for? <laughs> and Dean's like, oh, you're supposed to say jerk. <laughs> yeah, never, <sighs> never, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> So I have to say, in that moment when 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 Sam says, I'll help you because you're my brother, I was like, that's the first Sam thing that yeah. he said. Part of me was like, oh, poor Dean. You know, he's trying so hard to make it the way he's used to. Yeah. It's going to be harder to change things. Even if, um, you know, he's like, I could change things. It's like, it's going to be harder than anything. Yeah. Yeah. These little automatic little things that you guys have yes. are no longer there. Yes. You have to make new ones or build them back up or whatever yep yep um so the uh as they drive away because 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 dean's like okay off we go mm-hmm. we're gonna go do this thing the the plates on the car on the impala mm-hmm. are kansas plates yeah but they're but they're not the plates they're that n- we're used to no they're different kansas plates they're totally different kansas plates i'm like oh okay i just thought that was an interesting little this reality is not the Ohio plates. It's not the previous Kansas place. It's Kansas right. plates. Well, it would be don't. Kansas because he has been living in Kansas. And it probably right. wouldn't be those initial ones because he, I assume that they have been switched out many a time in his, you know, trying to hide from credit card fraudish Big. type of cops and <laughs> things like that. So Sam is like snooping in the back seat. You know, because he's like, okay, what else? Did you steal <laughs> something else? Maybe I don't know. Um, what, yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you're not gonna want to look at that, but he does. And he's like, <laughs> it's All like right. a quart of blood, <laughs> and like a yeah, and it's like glass jars, just a jar of blood. Yeah, yeah. What is this? All right, I'm gonna tell you. You're not. You're still not gonna like it. Yeah, it's lamb's blood, <laughs> and I need this silver knife dipped in Sam's blood to Sam's blood in lamb's blood <laughs> to uh, to kill the gin. Yeah. What? <laughs> yes. A very not subtle truth yeah. is out there. Yes. 
just exactly. spill the beans kind of thing. It's like, again, I don't have time to really get into it. I'm just, this is what, this is exactly, this, this is what this I'm doing in this exact moment. I'm not yep. even going to give you the backstory. This is just I'm dipping it. a knife in, in blood to kill this genie. To kill, to kill a genie, yeah. <laughs> and Sam is perfect. He's like, stop the car. Yep. <laughs> stop the car. You can let me out. You know, stop yeah. the car. We're going to talk about this. And he, and he still has the, that there's more truth is out there. You know, it's, yep. Dean does the whole, you know, nightmares are real. The thing under the bed is real. Monsters yes. are real. Um, I wrote down irony here. Because Sam says, and Sam's trying to be placating, you know, like, it's okay. Shh, you know, it's all right. Mm-hmm. And he's Pulls like, this phone is like, yep. Don't, we're just gonna, we're just gonna call someone um, to help you. Yep. <laughs> so Dean takes his phone, poing, throws it out yes. the window, which I've wanted to do a million times. But Sam says, you're having some sort of a psychotic breakdown. Mm-hmm. And Dean says, I wish. Yeah. Which I was like, Oh, irony uh, of this entire situation okay. i wish and so, so hours later one would assume uh yes, sam has fallen asleep still driving yes um still driving sam wakes up in illinois yeah <laughs> punny dean says not in kansas anymore oh how many times i have heard that in my life yeah i can't even tell yeah. you it's well like that's one the- of those if I had a quarter every time, I would. Yeah, you'd be rich. Be retired by now. You'd be retired. But that is the Wizard of Oz reference number one in this episode. Yep. Um, and of course, Dean does prank Sam in typical Dean fashion, like wakes him up with a flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he it's a mild a prank. It's a it mild prank. It is a mild prank, prank but, but yes. it's still one of those. You can see a little bit of a smile on Dean's face yeah. while he's doing it, like, ha, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. And Sam, of course, is annoyed by being woken up with a flashlight, which is yeah. typical Sam. But it turns out they are back at that same factory mm-hmm. where Dean first ran into the, the gin. Yes. And Sam, still not believing Dean. Well, Still would? not believing Dean. Why right? would you? Right? He's trying to convince Dean to leave. He's like, "What? Well, you know, what are we doing yeah. here? Yeah. This can't be safe. Let's go. Yeah, we should go." Um, but inside, once they're inside, they hear whimpering. Like, whimpering. Yeah, it's like crying. mid mid Sam trying to like convince him to go or you know get help or not, whatever yeah. it is. He hears something and he's like, "Oh, what's that?" And then yeah. they come across the room and they see those same corpses hanging from the ceiling that oh, Dean had seen that in his in closet. His closet, yes, yes. And you can um, see like a little flash cut of like him remembering. It's like, oh yeah, the, that's what is, I saw. These are the in... closet corpses, you know. <laughs> right, right. That, I mean, they start to go towards the corpses, right? Yes. Don't they? They see. Another girl, girl there, a, a fresher girl, <laughs> like someone who's not as decomposed as these two. And Dean, like right when he looks at her, is like, this is the girl. This is the girl that I've been seeing. This is my vision. And then there's a noise. The gin is coming. Yeah, the gin so is they, coming. They, they bolt. They hide. Yep. The gin approaches the girl. She starts whimpering, crying, being like, where's my dad? Where's my Where is dad? He? What's going on? Yeah. And he does that thing, you know, you said like a sleepy, like shh, sleep with his yes. blue flame light hand thing. And, yep. you know, she goes back into like a comatose state. 
He takes the blood. They're attached with them. Um... To their necks. They've got like needles yeah. in their necks that are attached to an IV bag. Yeah. And, and he takes it out ugh. of her neck and like squirts a little bit of the blood down his throat. Drinks it. Drinks it. And it's, it's like almost sexual. It's like yeah. almost sexual, the, the pleasure he derives from drinking her blood. Right. And Sam can't help himself. He's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and he makes this noise and the djinn hears him and they and goes searching for, for Sam and Dean. But luckily, he doesn't find them. No, he just kind of disappears. The djinn. Disappears. That's terrible. But it's, it's very twisted. And this was how they supernatural spinned, spun. Twisted, yeah. The djinn. The supernatural. Right. Okay. It's I like, thought it was so... what if we horror it where we like he drinks their blood. He Ooh. drinks their blood directly out of her neck. What was another thing that was gross or just disturbing about this is while the girl is just like the other corpses, she's being suspended by her hands, by mm-hmm. her wrists, her feet, her toes can just barely touch the yeah. ground. So she can't even like maneuver to get away, like she can't squirm yeah. to get away from him. So she's clearly slightly conscious of this thing coming at her um before he does the whole hand over the uh-huh. you know sleep my dear whatever yeah but she tries to get away from him but she can't because just the tips of her toes touch yeah. the ground yeah so anytime that she is conscious and not in this dream world uh-huh. she still can't get away from him right right and she, oh it's gonna probably take she, all of her strength just to like put the tippy tippy toes, tippy toes on, her, on the ground yeah the ground. and i was like oh the- yeah so the gin disappears and then Dean and Sam approach this girl again. Yeah. And this is kind of when it's like starting to click. The pieces are for coming Dean. together for Dean. Because yeah. he's like, I've been seeing this girl. I've seen this. And he kind of looks up. He sees a, a light like on the ceiling. And he oh, kind like of sees like a light this, bulb. Yeah. 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 And he kind of like has this flash cut almost where it's in reality and then in this reality. Dream world. Yeah. What if I'm just getting glimpses? of actual reality and all of this is just in my head because i've seen her and i've seen this light bulb it's like yeah. why am i seeing this? and i've seen these this corpse he's like maybe i'm also there yeah maybe he's this just is feeding off of me. me too yep yeah and he says maybe the jinn doesn't grant your wishes maybe he just makes you think he's granted yeah. your wishes which I think is an amazing leap, but given every all the clues that he's been shown, you know, pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, Sam is still trying to get Dean to leave. You know, can't blame him. Can't blame Sam for this. No, just like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is corpses. way beyond my... <laughs> yes. Corpses. guys, blue things. I don't... Yeah. Blood. Let's, let's just go, especially given that this Sam doesn't know Supernatural. No. And now and now Dean is like, okay, I don't think that you're real. Don't touch me. No. This, this he's is, like this this can't be real. The the veil this, has been lifted. Yeah. And pulls out uh his knife. The, knife. the, the yeah. silver knife that he stole from mom and he's like, "Right. You can't you can't die in your dreams." Right. It's you like know, old wives you, tale like once you, you know, if you're right before you're about to die in a dream, you wake up. Yep, you can't die in your dreams. And Sam's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. Drastic measure here. Let's, (laughs) let's, you know, let's not. Rethink this. I'm real. See, I'm touching you. I am real. You're about to kill yourself. This is not. Stop. Yeah. 
are you sure that you can't die in your dreams? <laughs> and Dean says, 90% sure. <laughs> 90% sure. And just as he goes to like, he is, he is going to kill himself. He's about mm-hmm. to do it. Then suddenly out, out come, out appears mom, Carmen, Jesse. They all show up in this factory. Yes. Like Samuel, stop. And then his whole like demeanor changes. And he's yep. not the scared Sam who doesn't know what's going on anymore. He is all-knowing Sam. Like, he's in yep. on this joke now. Yeah. He's just like, why did you have to keep digging? This was the perfect world, right? You were happy. Yeah, this was We're why, alive, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, why? I love that he's like, why did you have to keep digging? Why did you have to keep picking? Yeah. Um, and he says, it's like everybody gets their chance to say, say to Dean, like mm-hmm. why he should still just let go and decide to yeah. stay in this happy reality. And it's like, everybody says the right things, but it's not quite right. You know, it's like mom wouldn't really say those things. And, and it, there's just something that's for me that was slightly off. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all just are basically saying w- w- you were happy here. Why, why right. fight it? You right. know? And even mom is just like, he says, I'm going to be dead in a couple of days. And yeah. mom is like, but it's not going to feel like that here. It's going to feel like a lifetime. You're going to, yeah. you know, live it's, a lifetime here. Yeah. Yeah. And you will be happy. I'll be happy. We will all be happy. It's all about happy, mm-hmm. you know, and you've experienced it. You know what it's going to be like. So why not just let it keep, you know, let's just all be happy. And it seems like it would be convincing. And it seems like Dean is almost convinced that, cause it would be easy. It would definitely be easier. Yeah. Mom would be alive. Sam would have Jess. He would have Carmen. Yep. You know, he and would have he, just a regular schmegular life. Yep. And he and doesn't have to be the, be the hero the guy who saves everybody. Yep. And sacrifice everything. And even, even Sam buttons this all by saying, why is it our job to save everyone? Yeah. Haven't you done enough? Yeah. That to me is like the anti-Sam, which is what makes Dean in this next moment say, mm. you know, basically like, I'm not convinced. Yeah. And uh, he ends up taking the silver knife and stabs himself. He just is like, mm-hmm. not, not good enough stabs himself and Sam is like no you know Dean no Dean no and in the next moment it cuts to Dean again yelling I mean to Sam yelling Dean no Dean no but it's real it's real and we see Dean wake up yeah so a clever little uh camera trick here I really liked what they did there yeah yeah with like fake Sam and then real Sam like kind of blending into one from the other and yep. Sam now is like really panicked, happy panic. I don't know that like he sees Dean like stirring and like waking up, even though he yeah. is Dean is like one now of those people. Now we see Dean tied to one the, of the corpses. Exactly, we see Dean like yes, he's tied up. He's like he's he's clearly been physically drained. He does mm-hmm. not look good. No, um, he's barely alive, but he is still alive. Yeah. And uh, Sam moves <laughs> immediately to cut him down. You know, yep. oh, and here's the second, right? The the NEM. Doesn't yes. like, oh, NEM. NEM, yes, exactly. <laughs> so the second Wizard of Oz reference. Sam so, pulls the IV out of Dean's neck. And it was like, 
I was like, that was amazing. Ooh, it was disgusting, blah, blah, blah. but it was so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and and goes to cut Dean down mm-hmm. uh, from his ropes, but as he's doing it, that gin comes up behind him, and Dean yeah, sees like it. out of the shadows. <laughs> you out see, like comes his the blue guy eyes. with the blue eyes, exactly. And, and Dean's like, you know, Sam. But the djinn still is able to attack Sam. Yes, they, uh, they tussle for a while. Dean is not quite fully cut down. Like, there's just, like, those couple of little threads-ish left that Sam couldn't get to with the knife. The djinn, like, knocks the knife loose out of his hand. We see Dean, like, trying to, you know... Get himself pull, down. Muster all of yeah. his strength to get himself down. And cut to the djinn attacking Sam, like... Doing the blue hand. Yes. Yes. Approaching. So, you know, Sam's trying to fight the hand off. And it's like that whole, like, standstill moment where it just keeps getting closer and closer and closer and closer before. Dean stabs him in the back. The hunter with his hunter's knife that's been dipped in lamb's blood. Yes. Um, And the blue light leaves his eyes. And the gin is dead. I can't read my notes. Dean goes, oh, um, <laughs> which is awesome. So now Dean's next thought is to the girl. You know, he's not thinking about himself and, you know, what he's lost. He goes to to the girl, uh, the girl in white who is mm-hmm. still, you know, hanging. And I, he, he must think she's dead and because he goes up to her and he goes to, like, take her pulse or whatever. Mm-hmm. And as he's doing that, like, a single tear like gently falls from her eye. Oh, and I was like, oh God. He's like, oh my God, she's alive. Yeah. Dean saves her at last. Yes. Sam cuts her down and off they go. And so now, cut to, now they're back at the hotel. Now Mm -hmm. you see the genie-dom of this motel room. (laughs) So not only do you see the like genie glasses as the room dividers, the wallpaper of this hotel room. Did you notice it? It no, literally I didn't was notice a, the motel like, room at all. Go back and look. The walls are literally painted in almost like um, very Van Gogh-esque uh, swirls, you know, kind oh, of like okay. in the scream. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not quite as whirly, but it's definitely oranges, reds, and yellows that are in this, you know. I it... think the scream was Edward Munch, but anyway. <laughs> oh, really? I thought it was a Van Gogh. The scream, really? That, that was like Starry, Starry Night, up. The Scream. Uh, Starry Night is Van Gogh, but The Scream painting is by Edvard Munch. Oh, okay. This guy, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. See how the, yeah. All it's right. the same, so it's, it's kind of the same style though. So I, okay. you are not at fault for mixing up the two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So something like that. When you go back and look, you'll be like, oh, that's what she meant. Yes. So instead of blues and yellows, it's oranges and mm-hmm. reds yeah. and stuff, yeah. but it's clearly meant to be as if inside a genie's yeah. bottle. I did yes, not exactly. notice the motel at all because I was okay. looking at Sam's on the phone with somebody with the hospital, you know, checking on the girl and Dean is mm-hmm. looking through like a magazine or something and he sees yes. Carmen. Carmen um, in a beer, a beer ad. ad. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which is the exact uh, same photo that he saw in their apartment yeah you know minus the beer bottle <laughs> right right <laughs> which is funny like, because when i first saw the picture in the beginning mm-hmm. of carmen i was like that's a terrible photoshop but i think they meant it to be i have to say all of the photoshop is really terrible <laughs> it was really but the, that particular photo was really yeah, bad it was that was it was that was really really but bad. all of them it was like all the family 
members had like different skin tone shades yeah. going on. Like John and was different really gray size and heads. everything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, everyone and, had like, and, like mom was always like a really small head compared to everybody else yeah. in the photo. And I know oh. that they spent a lot of time on it because the Kripke mentioned it. He's just like, man, there was so much work done on these photos. And I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, maybe compared Photoshop to... wasn't as good Not then. So... But yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But the photo of Carmen was uh-huh. especially like, and yeah. I think they did that specifically to be like, oh, yeah. Huh. Now yeah. we see why he thought, yeah. you know, why she was there in his dream, in his yeah. wish. Right. So the girl at the hospital is going to be okay. She's going to pull through. So yes. The, yay. Yeah. They did actually save her. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and now they, they kind of chat and you can tell that Dean has given a lot of the details of his trip. Experience. <laughs> his last yes. trip uh, to Sam. <laughs> Because Sam is like, wow, we didn't get along. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Dean's like, yeah, and you were kind of a wuss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is exactly what I thought, but. Yes, yes. Um, but, you know, Sam's like, I wonder why that, you know, I thought it was supposed to be a perfect fantasy. And Dean mm-hmm. says, no, I was just granted a wish. And my wish was that mom was alive. And because mom lived, you know, we never got into the hunting game. So we never. You know, Never like had life, experience. life, yeah, life moved on exactly how it mm-hmm. would have if yeah. that moment. It's like the butterfly effect, right? You know, it, yes, a butterfly beats its wings, and somewhere mm-hmm. and there's a tsunami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my one question, because Dean says, you know, I just wish that mom was alive. My question is, when did Dean wish make that wish? That I don't think he ever. Would... I don't think he ever like made like said it out loud. Like, I wish this. But, I think it was, like, the, the genie, like... The gin knew. Yeah. Like, kind of found it in him, you know, just okay. maybe read his mind or something like that. Maybe okay. it's part of the gin's power. Okay. Because that was my first question. I was like, because he says, I wish mom was alive. I was like, when did he say this? When did he make this wish? But if it was just the gin knew it when he attacked him, you know, I guess that's one of the powers the gin has is to know right. what your wish is. Right. So you don't actually actively seek out the djinn. The djinn finds yeah. you. That was at least the um, take that I took. Like, I kind of just, like, took that in stride, you know, when he said, I wish that mom was alive. Because mm-hmm. I never physically heard him say it. I was like, oh, it just mm-hmm. must have been in his head. Or maybe he didn't realize, like, that was what his wish was until, like, mm-hmm. he started until- living in that reality for a, a yeah. little bit, for that a few he, days. And he, he was just like, oh, okay, I think Because he didn't wish, wish for his dad. Yeah, he no. didn't wish the dad was alive. No. You know? He yeah. wished, so, you know, he must have, like I said, you know, he, he worshipped his dad, but he truly missed his mom growing up. Yeah, yeah. You know, as evidenced by the sandwich. Um, right. <laughs> and, you know, Sam says, I'm glad you had the strength to dig yourself out. Mm-hmm. Not a um, lot of people would. He's like, I would think that most people would have stayed where it was, you know, safe and happy. yeah. And Dean does say, I wanted to. He's like, yeah, I wanted to stay. We've lost so much Mm -hmm. um, because of this. Um, But Sam, being Sam in this reality, Mm -hmm. says um, people are alive because of you. Yeah. It's worth it. It's worth it. And, and And I wrote down, I said, so much truth from this Sam. Mm-hmm. You know, so much truth for Dean. You know, Sam says the things that are true about Dean in this yeah. reality, which is he recognizes the sacrifice and he's like, and it's worth it. 
Whereas yeah. the other Sam said, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, why do you have to be the one to do it? Maybe that's why I had so much anger at that Sam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because he wasn't supporting Dean. Yeah. Um, or recognizing Dean's, Dean's struggles and sacrifices. So yeah. I wrote so much truth. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. Sacrifices and heroes. And that's what yes. I wrote down. Sacrifices and heroes. And that's how I ended my notes for that ah, <laughs> for this episode. I ended my notes because there is a last camera look at Dean's face where he doesn't say anything. But to me, the look kind of was like, is it though? Is it worth it? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's not a happy ending. This is not no. a happy ending by any no, means. No, 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 no. Because again, to Jensen's, you know, talent, you see the struggle, you know? Yeah. He he made the choices and it's not the right one for him, but he got his brother back. Yeah, yeah. It's like not the choice that he really, really wanted. Yeah. He, he really wanted to just be happy and have a life. Yeah, right. But I think the the struggle, the hero in him mm-hmm. recognized that it, was, it wasn't about him. It was about the 108 right. people on the plane. It was about yeah. the little girl that Sam pulled from the pool, mm-hmm. you know, you know, about the little, you know, all the rescues that we, that yeah. weren't noticed, that yeah. weren't, you know, brought up in, yeah. <laughs> you know, and because it's the they saved somebody it's, every week. It's the same thing in him when on a much smaller scale and a sillier scale, you know, when he's greeted with two hot half-naked chicks in lingerie that the trickster gifts <laughs> right, him like gift wraps right. up for him essentially literally says, yes. there you go that he says no i can't no I have not, to not this time It's not a happy ending, but it's the ending that we as the audience needed yeah. because we need to know that our heroes are going to go on being heroes. Right. Yeah. Even knowing what their sacrifice is and how much it hurts them, I still need them to be the heroes. I still mm-hmm. need Sam to be Dean's brother. Yeah. In every season when there's any um, uh, discord between the brothers, I am, I hate it. Yeah. And I have to watch the next episode to see if they're going to resolve their tension. They, that's, the, that's the recipe for this. Yeah. Is you, as a viewer, you need the heroes to get along. You want them to be happy. You want them to have each other as their backups. And anytime the writers write it so that they're at each other as adversaries, if the brothers are adversaries, yeah. or if the brothers aren't a team, that struggle and that antagonism, mm-hmm. it, it it's impetus to make you keep watching because you have to get to the resolve. Right, right. Because it, yeah. it gets boring when they're just like on the same team all the time. You know, you all have to have time. tension in order to resolve the tension. Right. And, you know, anyway. Right. But I need the resolve, <laughs> you know. Right. You know, but that it keeps me watching. So bravo to the writers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, bravo to Kripke in this episode because I rode that roller coaster with Dean, you know. Bravo. I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. And, and aesthetically, I, I enjoyed it as well. I loved that the djinn had that. Yes, I loved that the djinn's reality. Like, to me, it looked like there was almost like a haziness to it. Like, yeah. the, all the edges of everything were softened, like, of, of the yes. people and everything. And there was just like a slight glow, even a in the warehouse. Yeah. yeah, even the warehouse at the end, when they're both like, 
um, in Illinois and Dean is dragging, you know, a reluctant Sam through, even though it is Mm -hmm. dingier than the house in Kansas, it's still a little bit brighter and a little bit, it did, it kind of had like this weird haze over it. I felt like, I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's true or if that was just me telling myself that it did. (laughs) But then you can even see the moment when Dean stabs himself and it goes from Jin Sam to real Sam, how much drearier it becomes. It's like back to like- It's reality. Drab it's, reality. Yeah, it's our supernatural reality yeah. of rain and cold, <laughs> yeah. drips. Dark. <laughs> deep. Yes, exactly. But it's also familiar. Yeah. <sighs> oh my gosh, we only have two episodes left. <gasps> what? Oh my gosh. No, and that's just- it's basically the real. finale because it's all it's hell breaks finale. loose part one and then part two. And those are the oh last two episodes. This this season oh. just flew by. It did. Even when we didn't see each other for 84 years, it's still just like, oh, wait, it's over already. <laughs> wow. I'm talking about like hitting your stride, you know, Supernatural know. just like hit their stride. Yes. They, they And they hooked us. I mean, I, I, mean, I was kind of hooked anyway. Mm-hmm. But I just, I feel like they just like found it. It's like yeah. writing, directing, cinematography, everything is just like click, 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 click. And the story writing, I mean, the storytelling is just, I am so along for the ride on this. Yeah. So, Thank you everyone for joining in this week. <laughs> Please make sure to follow, subscribe, and rate our podcast on anywhere you can rate podcasts. Uh, please also follow us, find us on social. We're at salt and burn this pod on instagram and facebook and at salt and burn this on twitter and the dogs have had enough <laughs> i just I had like a little pop like, they're like we've been really quiet it's yes, time for we, us to... yeah, we want to play we want to bark okay fine okay, okay. oh such good doggies thank you everyone we will see you next week for the part one of season two finale yes. all hell breaks loose Oh Thanks gosh. all. Bye. Bye.